0: With the Road America Season Pass, you have access to over 50 days of on-track action. Half-price entry for the Sunset Cruise and Morning Drive events. Select private track rentals. The annual Season Pass holder luncheon. And so much more. Go to roadamerica.com.
1: Welcome back. Final hour of the Bill Michaels Show. We are broadcasting live. We are in L.A., inside the Convention Center. It is Radio Row. And uh, we kind of figured when you got to L.A. that you would begin to cross athleticism with star power. And the, the star power now has shown up. So we're uh, glad to have him. So I've been practicing this all day. So Joe Montaigne. Perfect. Right? Perfect. And then Ronnie Marmo. Okay, fantastic! I got it. Okay, actors, playwrights, producers, guys. Great to have you. Thanks for uh, having us into your town.
2: Thank you. Thank Although
1: you. you're from uh, from the Bronx, right? From the well,
2: originally Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Grew up in Jersey mostly. Okay. Yeah. And did you grow up a Bears fan? That I read. Absolutely. Oh my God. Oh yeah. what's that in Chicago. <laughs> so do. we
1: got a lot more work coming. how does
2: it feel that he's laughing at you? Yeah, yeah he's well, literally. Hey, he's laughing I'm a Cubs in your fan face. too. People have been laughing oh my at me God. all my life. Oh
1: my God. So let's first of all start out because you guys are obviously doing uh, some work together. So I want to get into that. So um, it, the, the whole Lenny Bruce thing, which I found fascinating because when I started to read a little bit about it, in today's day and age where we want to stop everything and, and as we call it, the cancel culture, depending on what level of cancel culture you believe, Lenny Bruce was a guy that actually took it to a different level. And then he ended up getting arrested. Did he get
2: arrested or get oh, fired yeah. for Yeah. Oh, he got arrested and uh, sentenced to four months on Rikers Island for words. Yeah. He, he never did the time. He died when he was out on appeal. But he literally was sentenced. He got convicted of obscenity. In 2003, Governor Pataki uh, overturned. He pardoned him okay. in 2003, uh, you know, 40 years later, whatever right. it is. But, yeah, so he got arrested for words in this country. How did this come about? How did this project come about? Well, for me, it was just Ronnie. I, I had a history with Ronnie. We
3: had done a, a little movie together that he had written. And I'd worked with him with this theater company, and he came to me with this material. He had this passion about Lenny Bruce. He had done a play previously about him, but wanted to write his own version of the man, the material, all of it, the whole story, in a 90-minute kind of without an intermission, one straight shot interpretation of it. Yeah. And I had him do it for me, what he had done, written, and I said, I think it's terrific. Uh, be privilege to direct it mm-hmm. and we worked on it together changed some things reconstructed yeah. it and then off we went so from script
1: to production how much does something change
2: well, in this case, it changed, uh, I'd say, quite a bit. I, I don't know, 80%, 85% was on the page. And Joe had a couple of nice ideas about, like, let's, let's, it was his idea to bookend the show. Uh, I don't want to give away too much, but I start to play dead naked on the toilet. <laughs> Literally. So if you want <laughs> to laugh. Don't we all. We just, you know? we just laughed at Joe. If you guys want to laugh at me, come sit in the thus, front row. That's the life of a bearish fan. There you <laughs> go. Exactly. Yeah, I'm a, uh, I'm a Yankee fan. I don't have that same experience. <laughs> right. Separately, I don't, mean to, I don't mean to brag. But... Uh, well, I sound like a typical Yankee fan. Right? Horrible. Uh, what a jerk. Anyway, you know, it, it changes, it evolves, because right. if you think about, like, theater or even movies, it's like, it's the one you think of, it's the one you then put on paper, it's the one you add the actors, you add the director, you add the, the, the editor, you add the the music, you add, you know, you add everything, and so it keeps evolving, right? Right. And so with this one-man show, uh, really it really was just Joe and I, and then, you know, we had a composer come in and do the thing, so it from the first moment of you know inception to to what we're presenting now it evolved a lot but it, but it always got better and it right. was very exciting to you know ultimately i get a lot of credit but without joe it wouldn't have been nearly as good i mean truly. so
1: when because you, you've done so much on both sides of the camera
3: uh on both sides of the the, the film so to speak what do you enjoy more you know, it's, it's a different kind of thing. It'd be almost like asking Sinatra, do you prefer doing a concert in front of an audience or did you, or was it making a record? Right, you know what I mean. You, the, the satisfaction is different. Like when you're performing live, and I did theater for the first fifteen years of my career. Right, uh, you're getting that immediate response. When you're working on film and television, it's a different thing. You're you're, you're putting this thing together, and then you're not getting the response sometimes through a year later when it gets released, and then, and it's a, so it's a whole different kind of feeling. So I, I it, as a I've been known as for over fifty years. So I, I think basically all I could say is that I, I enjoy all aspects of it, yeah. all of it in different. Ways.
1: One of the things that I always find interesting whenever we get a chance to talk to talk to actors and people that perform is they love to do something, put it down, whether it's on film or on record or have whatever you, and then be able to callously and casually and very much incognito watch people watch their work or listen to their work. How much do you enjoy that aspect of it?
2: You know, it's weird. It's, it's, it's hard. I, I, it usually depends on the Because if it's pro-
1: live theater, t- you can't do right. that. You're just there. Right. You're a part of it. But right. what you put down is different.
2: Well, you know, with live theater, you're right. It's hard to do that because if I'm watching the audience, then I'm not in the show, Correct. right? But with the Lenny Bruce show, it's a little unique because I break the fourth wall the whole show. So I am kind of, eh, kind of having the experience with them. I'm seeing their faces. I'm right. watching the reaction. So it's very immediate. It's almost addicting because you kind of see where someone is. Uh, If the audience is, you know, in a certain place emotionally or mentally, I'll lean into that in that moment because we're all having this experience together. On film, it's fun. uh, But, you know, if you're not producing the film or directing it, chances are you don't have much to say about the edit. And so you kind of have to see it for yourself first before you go watch other people watch it.
3: But there is that nice satisfaction. I mean, now that you brought that up, that, like, in other words, I'll I'll have somebody come walking up to me who's maybe obviously 30 years old. And they'll say, I just want to let you know when I was a kid, baby's day out. Was the movie that our yeah. babysitter would have us watch, and we just loved it. And so the, you're getting a satisfaction of something you did 30 years yeah, ago, that's true. yeah. Right. And yet, and it had an impact on this person who's this uh, adult, you yeah. know. And that's there's a certain satisfaction yeah. just in that.
1: Yeah, I, it's it's because I was reading about you were you're the voice of Fat Tony. Am I? I've been a Fat Tony for 31 years. I, yeah, I was. It's amazing. I was. I'm a friend of Larry the Cable Guy, and he was Mater in the movie Cars, the tow truck. That's right. And he said he gets.
3: As much recognition out of being a voice. Oh yeah, as you do. I act- sign as many photographs as Fat Tony as I do as as, as the character like I played in, in Rossi and Criminal Minds. In other words, I yeah. get as many requests for Fat Tony autographs. Really? Oh yeah, because I've, I've done. I've, been, I've I did one. I did Criminal Minds for thirteen years. I did. I'm still doing <laughs> Fat Tony. You know. So. Yeah. Just, how, uh, how does that come about? Somebody just likes the voice and said, "Hey, you want to do this?" Or. Well, in that particular case, yeah, I think what it was is Godfather 3 had just opened... Couple months prior to that, and I think they decided they wanted to add this gangster character to the Simpson. And I just thought it was gonna be a one-shot deal. And they called me up. They thought, "Oh, here's the guy who played, you know, Joey Zaza in Godfather Three. might be the fun choice to do this voice." Right. You did your uncle, right? So, yeah. So I did my uncle Willie. I didn't even know because I didn't want to use the jo- my own voice, which was basically the Joey Zaza voice. So I said, "Well, I think I'll sound like I'll talk like my uncle Willie. He'll talk a little bit like this." Right. So I decided to do that. <laughs> Nobody said stop, so I did that episode. The next thing I know, like a few weeks later, they said, hey, we like that guy. You want to come back to another one? I said, yeah, sure. Well, it's been, thir- you know, I'm going to my 32nd year now doing this guy. Wow. So uh, Nobody
2: said stop. That's Nobody said funny. stop. You know, <laughs> it's, it's okay.
3: Uh, but, uh, yeah, Fat Tony, uh, you know, goes on in my lex lexicon of characters, I suppose. Have you
1: ever done something, uh, uh, Ronnie, to where... You were really questioning whether, you know, like at 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 an audition or like, you know, much like Joe just talked about where I'm just going to try this and nobody says a word and you realized you're in the moment. You kind of nail it.
2: Well, yeah, but the last part, not always, but but the first part, yes, I pretty much have done something where no one tells me to stop my whole career. I mean, you know, that's, to me, it's, you know, I feel that way about this show. I mean, you know, because I put on a bit of a voice and I, I embodied this character, not that an imitation, but I embodied him. And even, like, when I'm working with Joe, I'm like, is this too much? Do I sound like... No one said anything, so I'm gonna keep doing it. You know, it's that kind of thing. So yeah, that's that's the actor's plight. I think is like being confident in what you wanna present, and because a lot of times I write a lot too, or I direct, and so what'll happen is is I kind of have an idea, but the actor comes in and I go, oh, that's it. Right. I got him. So I want them to come in with those kinds of choices. So you could then go, okay, I got him. If you play small, it doesn't serve you. You know. How much being
1: friends and have worked together previously obviously benefits the relationship you have now. How much as a director and a writer and a performer when you have to have a clashing of philosophy or a clashing of, hey, this moment requires this, I feel. No, I feel this. How much how difficult
3: can that be or how easy is it via respect? I think in this case it was pretty easy. You got two two urban Italian guys (laughs) you know we, 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 we always agreed on what we should eat for lunch. Yeah, know, right? what, what do you want to do? I don't know. Yeah, let's go exactly. get a slice. Let's go so get a no, canola. let we, we had very little. I, I mean, uh, it, it was all, we're very simpatico, which yeah. is good. I mean, yeah. I, I, I see in him, I mean, I, 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 to this day I look at him and I think, man, it's kind of me 30 years, you know, younger, you know, something right. like that. Yeah. So, it's like, uh, there's a little of that.
2: Okay. Yeah, yeah, I, for I, me, the same. Honestly, it was easy because... One thing I don't like is I you know, if you die on every hill then you have no opinions. Correct. So the only things I brought to Joe, because there were a direction I got that I that maybe went on the page, I thought it should be different. But then when he gave it to but there was just two or three things that I was like, Joe, please let me do this. Uh, I, swear, yeah. I have to I can't sleep and I gotta do this. And he would always say yes. And then he gave me some direction where I went, Oh come on, that's over the top I can't do that, Joe. Right. Or he said the opposite, stand there and do nothing. Put your hands in your pocket, be still. Yeah. Joe, that's so boring. And and you know what? It was always right. And and it was when you respect who you're working with, it's a different thing than, you know, your schmaltzy friends that you're just trying yeah. to do stuff with. So it was, it was easy. It was actually effortless. Okay. Yeah. We're, we're
1: doing a sports show. I got to ask you. Okay. Now we'll, we'll start Chicago first. Okay. You have had finally a breakthrough. You, you get a championship with the Cubs. Oh, God, yes. 85, the Bears fans have been living off of, but now you got right. Justin Fields. You got new coaching staff. Right. So how often do you go back, and how often do you get a chance to just be a fan? Oh.
3: Well, I go back pretty often. I mean, I've in fact Tom Dreisaitl and I. We always talk about we we, we, we keep tying the record of who's thrown out the first pitch more at the Cubs games. You know, because he <laughs> started. I, he was actually a bat boy at one time for with the Cubs, and we both done it. Well, you know, many many times. And I was actually I threw out the first pitch at the game that Kerry Wood struck out the twenty. Plays, oh wow! So wow. and I have that ball that he signed and dated that day. Really, so that's like a Hall of Fame ball. Yeah. that sits in my office, but. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I'll always be a Chicago fan for all the teams, obviously. Yeah. Your first that's...
2: pitch was shaky, Joe. You yeah. threw in the stands. Hey, look, I, you know, did you yeah, see you know? that first pitch? It was like, <laughs> no, oh, yeah, my yeah, goodness. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah, well, like I said, it's ceremonial. <laughs> well, you know right. what I mean? It didn't count. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the 21st strikeout. No, I, we, I get own. that. But, uh, you know, I don't think Kerry Wood could act his way out of a bedroom, though, either. Good point.
2: Good point. Uh,
3: but anyway, uh, but, yeah, I, I, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a Chicago, but I'm a sports fan, and, I, and I'll you know, here we are. I'll be rooting for the Rams, though. I've lived in California a long time. So, yeah. So I'll be, I'll be going for now, the Rams.
1: Now, being somebody that has to come up through the ranks and have to be somewhat of an underdog, don't you have a little bit of an aspirations for for Joe Burrow to get over the top, this young kid that suddenly finds himself in the, in hey, the spotlight? Hey,
3: he's young. We waited 180 just <laughs> for the Cubs to win a World Series. Let, let the guy win. You know, he, He'll
2: get a Super Bowl at yeah. that time. You, you know, know? It's, it's hard not to root for him. I'm a huge Steeler fan, actually. Oh, okay. And he's in our division, and right. so i got a problem with that. But it's so hard. See, no, I grew up in Cincinnati,
1: but I I worked for the Packers for 12 years. Now I reside oh, in Wisconsin, so I've got a connection. I see.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm secretly rooting for them, but I've been here 22 years in L.A., yeah. so I'm, I'm hoping the Rams, Stafford, gets his win. But he's exciting. This team is yeah, exciting. That's yeah, good.
3: I hope it's a good game.
1: That's all I hope. Yeah, yeah. there's two great stories when you talk about yeah. the quarterback prospects on both sides of yeah. both sides of the ball.
2: Are you both going to the game? No, I'm gonna no, stay no, home. No, more. no, no, we'll yeah. Watch it! Out. I got a, I got a very big screen TV. Okay, yeah. fine. <laughs> <It's> too much. <laughs> yeah, if we go use the bathroom. and get stuff out of the fridge. <laughs> you know, it's a little more convenient. Yeah. Guys,
1: it's great to talk to you. I wish you both the best of luck. And people want to find uh, the Lenny Bruce, so they can go I, search uh, hashtag I am Lenny Bruce on Facebook, Instagram, all that. It's yeah, all over so the. Place.
2: And then you could also go to LennyBruceOnStage.com, okay. and that has all the accolades and everything we've been through and where we're heading. And
1: Yeah. Any other any other projects that are coming up that you want to make the world you know, aware of? It's all of?
2: good. I'm on a new series now called As
3: As We See It on Amazon Prime, which I'm very, very excited about. It's been yeah. a couple of weeks now.
1: How much know. is streaming blown up the world of entertainment?
3: A lot more options. It's huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. I mean, network television, is, it's, it may be eventually
2: all sports and news. It's,
3: it's, yeah. You yeah. Know. Yeah.
2: Huh. I, yeah, I just did a pilot called Unsuited that we're shopping around now, and uh, Tom Baldinger directed it. It's really great. You know, So it's fun. Like Suddenly, as filmmakers and the digital world, not only can we shoot the content, there's places to bring it. I mean, there's tons of opportunities now. Yeah. So it's a great time. Is the day
1: of the giant production company slowly going away with what we can do
3: with what's much smaller equipment smaller lighting and such it could, it could be i mean you know if they, if they start making lighting equipment as small as an iphone you know <laughs> right. you
2: know when we see the sound stages disappear i don't right. know right well they're probably noticing there's been a lot of waste financially and, and now when you see people do it on this level and still make beautiful products. so maybe right. maybe it'll
1: yeah, you know. yeah, guys, it's a pleasure talking to you. I could sit here for hours, but I know you guys got to run. Thanks so Thanks, much for Bill. stopping Thank by. You okay, for having us, appreciate bro. it very much. Here you go, Joe Montaigne and also Ronnie Marro, joining us, part of the Lenny Bruce uh, group. You can find it over on Facebook, on Instagram. Great to talk to these guys. Going to go and take a quick break. More of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up. Coming up right after this. Thanks,
0: Bill. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michael Show. On the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. With a Road America Season Pass, you have access to over 50 days of on track action, half price entry for the sunset cruise and morning drive events, select private track rentals, the annual season pass holder luncheon, and so much more. Go to RoadAmerica.com. glad you're
1: with us we are broadcasting live inside the la convention center getting you ready for super bowl 56 between cincinnati and the rams and we have had a plethora of people on today Gary Myers joined us. Mike Westoff the former special teams coach for numerous teams, including the Saints. Uh, he was on a little bit earlier today. Obviously, we just got done uh, talking with Antonio Award-winning actor uh, Joe Mantegna and then actor and playwright and producer uh, Ronnie Marmo, uh, both joining us here. Going to talk with Justin Jefferson, the wide receiver for the Minnesota Vikings, coming up here at the bottom of the hour. We're going to chat with him. He's going to make his way over. So we got a lot going on. Coming up tomorrow on the program, we are hoping that uh, we are going to be visited. We also had Randy Grimes on a little bit earlier today, by the way, too. Randy stopped by and said hello, the former Tampa Bay Buccaneer, a new book out uh, called uh, Off Center, which is about basically his life and the road to recovery, life during and after football. And uh, also, uh, hopefully, we get a chance to, we're going to be joined by uh, A.J. Hawk. And you're going to hear that coming up tomorrow on the program. But uh, he may drag over with him uh pat McFee as well so we're going to see if both guys can uh, join us coming up here a little bit after the program and that'll be uh tomorrow on the show we got a lot coming up uh, for the rest of the week i had a couple people that uh had texted me and said hey who all do you have today has been uh has been great uh, just let us know who else you have coming up and as i was mentioning earlier uh tomorrow it starts to kind of ramp up if you will here on radio row uh there's going to be Legarrett blunt uh we all know him the uh, former running back at mccaffrey uh, there's going to be uh, Jeff Fisher, the former uh, NFL head coach. Uh, you've got Jake Plummer. Uh, he is going to uh, stop by the former, uh, the former uh, NFL quarterback. John Sally, former Detroit Piston, is going to be here. Uh, and also we've got Mike Haynes, uh, the uh, Hall of Famer. Uh, Ron Jaworski is going to swing by. Mike Golick is going to swing by as well. Uh, we are hoping to get as well Jim Mora everybody knows jim Bora back when he was with uh, the indianapolis colts and the question was posed to him about this team his team going to the playoffs and he so famously said playoffs and uh, then it goes from there so uh, maybe jim Mora will join us we'll talk about uh, playoffs, playoffs? Is,
2: you kidding, right? me? Playoffs? kidding me
1: that is jim mora and we're hoping to get him on the program uh, tomorrow as or uh, throughout the rest of the week as well and that's just to, to name a few i mean that's We've got a whole slew of guests that uh, should be joining us. Uh, so, like I said, uh, that are going to be kind of showing up here on Radio Row, and we're and also Scott Farrell from Farrell on the Bench and the Sports Grid is going to be joining us later in the week, also. So, uh, a lot of good stuff coming up here from L.A. and here on Radio Row, and uh, with uh, as things really begin to kind of become exciting and ramp up, and uh, just to kind of and, and I've kind of for those that are watching on the Bud Light live stream. You have gotten a chance to see some of some of the excitement that's around. I know it's a little bit far off in the distance, but if you uh, you know kind of enlarge your screen, you can see some of the things going on around us right now. That's a, a live shot of an LA TV station that uh, they're getting ready to go on, and they've been doing their shows here since we got here on Sunday, where basically they're doing all the local flavor uh, when it comes to a lot of the news uh, about covering those who cover the event. Uh, so everybody's got kind of a job to do when it comes to the news reporting here out in Los Angeles. But uh, it has been inundated with people in the L.A. market covering people like us who are coming to this market to cover the game. So it's covering the coverers, I guess, is the best way to put it. But uh, an interesting day here on Radio Royal. And also, here's the other thing, is the NFL fan experience uh, a few years back in, I think it was Phoenix, was the first time they did this, where they actually cordoned off – The walkways between uh, broadcast sets and they open it up to the fans today is the first day that fans are allowed in and you have to have a pass uh, one of the purchased passes as a fan to walk around radio row but just think about this if you're a fan and you go through the fan experience you get a chance to run the 40-yard dash you're hitting pads you're catching footballs you're signing you're getting autographs signed for you you're just you're going through the entire nfl experience there's a history of the nfl the history of the uh, super bowl rings uh, that are on display here as well you can see all the different uh, you know uh, progression of pads of helmets shoulder pads knee pads thigh pads all the way through uniforms you go through the whole history of the nfl all interactively with your family and then you get a chance to come upstairs and as you're walking through with your kids Uh, suddenly you look over and there's Justin Jefferson. Suddenly you look over, there's some actors and actresses. Suddenly you look over and there's some of the people that you see on TV every day, such as a Pat McAfee or, you know, some of the, uh, you know, there's a Jim Rome over here and the NFL Network is live and they're bringing in their myriad of guests. NBC is going to be here, obviously covering the Super Bowl. Fox Sports Radio with all of their uh, commentators. They're here as well and then you start to see a lot of the players. You're going to see the Hall of Famers and such throughout the rest of the week. So it's really kind of a cool thing when you get a chance to actually do it when you get a chance to really kind of peel through here and oh yeah by the way there's a big game coming up on sunday which really almost becomes uh, what this is the build-up to it but for a lot of us that's almost the byproduct of the week Uh, it is more so the analyzation and the discussion of the lead-up to the game and then on monday obviously the breakdown of the game and then you know you hope it's a good game but then you talk about you know what the future is for our team, the team that we cover, the Green Bay Packers, moving forward. And um, amidst uh, you know all the discussion of you know basketball, and we really start to get into March Madness as it starts to approach the end of the Buck season. We hopefully will be talking about pitchers and catchers reporting relatively soon, and then you get into the combine, and then eventually the NFL draft, and then you start to move forward with you know Packers mini camp, rookie camp, mini camp, OTAs, all that kind of stuff. I, it's just. You start to really think about your year in the sense of what is up next via sports cycle, and then it, it flies by. So uh, anyway, that's just a, a little bit of a synopsis as to what uh, is going on here in L.A. and kind of the direction many of these things go. So uh, and just for those that were watching on the Bud Light live stream as well, you've seen a lot of what it is I'm talking about. So I'll get back to the camera shot. Not that you really want to see me, but at least there's a little bit more going on behind me And such now than there has been uh, over the last uh, 48 hours. So, um, at the bottom of the hour, we are expecting Justin Jefferson, wide receiver for the uh, Minnesota Vikings. He is going to join us. He is uh, here, compliments of Old Spice, who has been running some celebs and former athletes and current athletes through their set. And we'll talk with him uh, about the end of their season, uh, the hiring of a new head coach. Uh, quarterbacks, all that kind of stuff, uh, playing uh, in the rivalry that is the Green Bay Packers. So, all of that's coming up here shortly as well. But I see Justin off into the distance. He just is leaving the NFL uh, Sirius XM radio set. Uh, and signing a couple of autographs, and then he should be making his way over to us. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at New Mail Medical, treating guys with ED all over the state of Wisconsin, well beyond the borders as well. And uh, all you got to do is give him a call, 414-455-4451. That's 414 414- 455-4451 whether it's low T if you're moody if you're sluggish if you're tired you cook putting on some weight they can help you out or the all in one weight loss program that works yes it does work but you can't do anything if you don't call 414-455-4451 again that's 414-455-4451 give them a shout uh, they be uh, they be for one phone number for the entire state by the way 414-455-44 Also got to say hi to our friends, uh, Sean and the gang, at Epoxy Flooring Done Right. Right, uh, well, they're based out of Milwaukee, but from Green Bay to Milwaukee to Madison and everywhere in between, if you want an epoxy flooring or a polyurea coating, great way to do it. And and Sean not only does it, but then warranties it for life, and you can deal with him. He's right here in the state of Wisconsin. Not that anything would go bad, but if it does, at least you know he's around. Get a hold of our buddy Sean, 262 443-2852, 262-443-2852. 443-2852, 262-443-2852. That is Epoxy Flooring Done Right. That's EpoxyFlooringDoneRight.com. Make sure you give them a shout. We are broadcasting live. We're going to be talking with Justin Jefferson coming up next. Broadcasting live out here in L.A., in the L.A. Convention Center, getting you ready for Super Bowl Fifty Six. Stay tuned. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show right after this.
4: Covering Wisconsin sports like a
0: blanket this is the bill Michael show on the wisconsin sports zone radio network get the road america app you can listen live to the track wide pa broadcast with real-time updates on the races driver interviews sponsor details and so much more the app also allows you to watch live cams of popular locations all around the track go to roadamerica.com
1: Welcome back to the program, the Bill Michaels Show. We are broadcasting live. We're in L.A. on Radio Row, getting you ready for Super Bowl 56. Cincinnati and L.A. going to be going at it on Sunday. Cincinnati arrives uh, just about now, as a matter of fact. They should be touching down. And uh, we are joined here at the table, the wide receiver for the Minnesota Vikings, uh, Justin Jefferson, joining us. Mike Clements here alongside as well. How you been, man?
5: No am doing good.
1: Don't yeah, complain at all. Should I
5: say you smell good? <laughs> you definitely should have said that. <laughs> got to plug Old Spice for bringing you over. What do you? How did you get hooked up with Old Spice? First of all, well, first I always been a, a fan of Old Spice. Okay, uh, ever since the funny commercials was coming out. Right. And, oh yeah. You know, i always always been a fan. So you know, partner partnering up with them is definitely you know something that I was looking forward to. Okay, they got the gentleman's blend, the body wash The gentleman's blend. They got the yeah. deodorant, the body wash. Yeah. They have the 48 hours. Okay. The old Water free. Um, I mean, and we, you're not even reading a, it. You just got, got it, it down. Hey, and I know,
4: me. I know you've got that on the top shelf of your locker. Oh, we have, have it. We have it in every. over there bugging all the time. Can we have I it in something? every shower.
5: We have it in every single shower. Right, everyone. Yeah. So it, it's definitely, especially in NFL. You know, we take a, we take a lot of showers. You yeah. know, you don't want to be dry skinned get that right yeah, you just Moisture. don't want to be nasty right right, right. Well, gotta, let's, let's, let's call the locker room what it is you just don't want to be nasty right, let's right. Guys to
4: borrow your stuff
5: <laughs> yeah hey, that is true but you gotta to have, you gotta to have your own deodorant though yeah that's right <laughs> so <laughs> don't be sure
1: <laughs> we're gonna get the obvious stuff out of the way that you've been asked all day obviously you played with joe burrow you know jamar uh you've won a championship together is that where your heart is or are you just kind of sitting back and you got an offensive coordinator who's about to become your head coach on the opposite side how you look at this game
5: oh uh, well jamar and joe i'm definitely you know excited to see them in the in the Down with Super your guys. Ball. yeah for yeah. sure for sure i mean i played in the national championship with them uh, i grew connection with them for ever since we stepped foot in in, in lsu together so <sighs> I'm yeah. ready for it. I'm yeah. ready for it. I'm excited to honestly see them go up against, well, Jamar go up against Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. I'm excited for that matchup. Uh, I'm excited to see Odell uh, in the Super Bowl. He definitely deserves it after yeah. all the things he has been through, all, after the things that he uh, has accomplished in the league. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm excited for this whole, this whole game.
4: So, Be- Justin, Sunday night, though. To see two guys that you were on the practice field with every day.
5: Don't remind me. Don't no, remind no, me. But
4: what I want to say is this. When you see them in that and you know the, the nerves they're going yeah. to have. Yeah. And in that spotlight, what story or anecdote from your time at LSU with those two guys is going to be in your
5: mind as
4: they're in their huddle trying to win
5: a trophy? Oh, well, first of all, it being on a big stage is no... They ain't no problem at all. Uh Knowing how Joe is, knowing how he plays, uh, he's going to play just, just like any other game. He's going to have that confidence. He's going to have that swag, you know, to go out there and keep performing. And then as soon as he come out with that swag, that confidence, everybody around him has the same thing, you know. So I, I'm definitely happy for him. Uh I mean, he has Jamar. uh He has this guy with him whenever, you know, things get tough one-on-one throw it to jamar you know so i'm excited to see him jamar go up against jalen ramsey and see how that how that matchup goes how do you like um i mean you you get in doc you've had rivalries
1: you played obviously at lsu and alabama was everybody's target now you come into the nfc north aaron Rodgers and the green bay packers it's everybody in the north's target you had a chance to play you beat them um at home and then you talked about the game over at Lambo. You're not a, a cold-weather fan,
5: are you? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'd rather be in the warm, in the heat, or at least in the dome.
1: Yeah. Um, but talk about the intensity of the rivalry from the
5: Vikings' perspective and the Vikings' fan perspective. The rivalry is very big, especially against Green Bay. Uh, I mean, we have a special hatred for one another. <laughs> uh, I mean, always. It's always been like that. But, uh, I mean... It's honestly exciting. Going, to, it kind of reminds me of an Alabama when LSU you, game.
1: Yeah, when you walk into the league, you don't unless you grew up a fan of you a team. Know. You don't have yeah. an allegiance. Yeah. But when you walk through a locker room, you're I expected know. to hate yeah. them. Yes. Right away. Yes. That's like drilled into you, right? If you're a Viking, you hate Green Bay. Okay. It, it, it and just comes know, along with
4: you. It. you you were kind of outspoken about that because the week that Green Bay came to play, you guys, you put that out there. Yeah, I remember you yeah. saying that and then and son of one that you guys delivered that week. You had so many close games yeah. this year, but that one, you know, you kept Rogers off the field. Yeah. You had your big plays yards after the catch, yeah. like one hundred sixty, nine hundred seventy yards in that game. Nine, ten catches. But you made those critical plays. You set up. You got the field goal. So, you know. That must be disappointing for you guys to say, man, we we could have just done that four or five times this season as the Vikings, right?
5: Right, right. Uh, I never understood, you know, having those games. Sometimes we were playing phenomenal. Uh, We're playing lights out. We're tearing the team up. And then sometimes we and just. And that US Bank is rocking, man. What? Especially against Green Bay. Yeah. You already know how that is. Yeah. So, but, uh, you know, then some games not having energy, not coming out performing, not executing some plays, um, you know, having turnovers. So that, that's when it gets a little frustrating. Just that cons- uh, consistency. Just going out there with that, my, well, my mindset, uh, I'm trying to win every game. I'm trying to go out there, perform my best, uh, put. Uh, big numbers and you know leave out that stadium with a happy smile that's 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 what i want especially coming from other shoe where i was winning majority of the time so definitely trying to get back on that that winning percentage when you uh, a head coach is fired now you've got a new one coming in uh you uh,
1: you weren't there for on being yeah. fired but you understand what it's like when a new yeah. coach comes right. in you got so now you've got to adjust again how yeah. tough is it how much of a learning curve is there when a new guy comes in and you're talking about a guy now that's supposed to lead this offense right. to a whole different level. Right. How tough is it to get on the same page, and how long does it normally take before you go, oh, okay, now I get what he's trying to do?
5: Yeah, uh, I mean, everybody's a little different. You know, when when Joe Brady came in, we was cool with him. You know, he, yeah. he was a, a, a player-friendly uh, coach. You know, he... We enjoyed being around him, and then he came with that uh, that pro style offense. So he put players in the right position to make plays. Uh, putting me, Jamar, and Terrace on the field—that's a three combo that nobody wants to face. Right. And uh, I mean, we just we just work with it from there. So I mean, hopefully he comes in that. He, he's great for the guys. He's great for the team. Uh, I mean, he's he's been doing a f- phenomenal job this year. So uh, seeing the things that he has been doing with Cooper Cup, putting him in different positions to make plays, uh, I'm excited for him. I, I can't right. wait to talk to him more and, and connect with him more. Um, and I, I'm pretty sure he's going to put me in you know some great positions to, to get the ball.
1: When you were drafted and you're waiting to find out who's going to take you, was there ever a discussion because i know a lot of packers fans
5: thought yeah this guy's starting to fall this guy might end up in green and gold definitely uh you know just seeing how what uh aaron Rodgers said uh you know about him was warning me uh and to be on the team and everything uh it's an honor i'm a big fan of aaron Rodgers. you know i'm a i love him at quarterback i play with Play with him on Madden all the time, <laughs> <laughs> well, all the time. The way he throws on Madden, so uh I, I love him as a, as a QB. uh But yeah, it would, it would have been crazy uh to, to be in Green Bay. Um, but you know, just it's crazy because if they would have traded, I think they would have they would have picked me if yeah. they would have traded with Philly. You,
0: you
1: you don't play on the field at the same time. Then you watch a guy like Devonte Adams there's DeAndre Hopkins, yeah. Adams, there's a couple of guys in the league that people go, those are yeah. the guys right now. Yeah, for sure. You're in Ascension. Jamar Chase is in Ascension. So when you get a chance to, even though you're on the sideline and you're looking at whatever you're looking at, do mm-hmm. you get a chance to watch a guy and go, damn,
5: that 100%. guy's got it? 100%. Yeah? I always, you said Devontae Adams. I'm a, I'm a big, big fan of Devontae Adams. I always watch his releases, watch his, his route running. And, you know, Aaron Rodgers and Adams' connection is Unbelievable! They have a, a crazy connection that cannot be broken. So um, to, to see that is, is I definitely will look look a couple times yeah. know, at their play calling, seeing seeing you know what different routes that he running. Uh, but I mean that's that's guys that I love watching. Yeah. So I, I definitely pay attention to them all game.
4: So if there's Sean McVay and then Matt Lafleur breaks off from that. And you got Zach Taylor who breaks off from that, and he's and he's in the damn game this week with the Bengals, and now you're getting the Rams' offensive coordinator starting in a couple of weeks up in Minnesota. Do you guys anticipate you and Adam anticipate this is going to be that misdirection kind of offense and jet sweeps and that kind of thing?
5: Yeah, I think I think I definitely think he will be putting us in better position to to really go down the field and make some some plays. Uh, Delving at running back, having me and Adam, uh, Adam on the outsides. I mean, it's going to be hard to stop. You know, having having a, a run and pass heavy uh, offense. I, I feel like, you know, we just needed that that person to put us in the right places. uh You know, those right schemes and calling the right plays. I'll
1: tell you what, I know you got to run. Uh, Old Spice has got you here. Spice, uh, Old Spice Gentleman's Blend, deodorants, body washes, crafted to be gentle on the skin, ridiculously long-lasting. Ridiculous. I can smell you from over here. Just enough oil, right? Yeah, you, you will know. be
5: smelling me for 48 hours. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you said when Kevin King was covering you, didn't <laughs> it?
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's lined up. He's getting ready to go on a quick out. He says, "You gonna smell me for forty eight hours? <laughs> smell me, me till Tuesday twenty. That's good. that's good stuff. We're gonna
3: go ahead and take a quick
1: break. Justin Jefferson of the Minnesota Vikings for joining us. We'll be back right after this. That's fantastic.
0: Oh, that's good. Ready. This is the Bill Michaels Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Road America, your national park of speed, has great offers for everyone military members, veterans, kids, student passes, groups, and corporate offers as well. Cure your need for speed by going to roadamerica.com. That's
4: roadamerica.com. Now, Here's Mike Clemens. The Rams and the Bengals reviewing the game plan and holding press conferences at the Super Bowl. The Bill Michaels Show broadcasting live all week from the NFL media headquarters here in Los Angeles for Super Bowl 56. In Green Bay, the Packers' Robert Tunyon rehabbing a torn ACL. Mercedes Lewis turns 38 this year, so the team has signed Eliza Mack, drafted out of Notre Dame in 2019, who discussed his role at tight end for the New Orleans Saints.
3: Being an all-around player, I line up in the backfield, I have had to know the, the one uh, receiver out in the boundary. I had to know what the slot was doing. Um, so I, I did it all. I, I'm, a, I'm an all-around tight end.
4: Now here at the Super Bowl, Rams wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. talked about the long road after struggling with the Giants, the Browns, before making the move to
5: L.A. It's been tough. It's been a rough since 2017, you know, shattering your ankle, busting your ass, coming back time and time again, and just things just never, you know, went the way that I would like, and and like I keep talking about, it just was that faith, never doubting or or not believing in yourself that that makes this, you know, very special for me to to be able to have an opportunity to play in a Super Bowl. You sacrifice it all just for these moments. I know the opportunity that's at hand. I don't take it lightly. Uh, I'm just going to find a way to get my very best game for
4: one more game. Meanwhile, last night in Cincinnati... 30,000 fans attending a pep rally inside Paul Brown Stadium, chanting MVP for quarterback Joe Burrow. Bengals head coach Zach Taylor on the growing popularity of his young quarterback. He's made a statement on on our youth around the city and probably around the country. You know, there's going to be a lot of kids emulating him, and, and uh, I would imagine nine, ten months from now, um, there's going to be a lot of a lot of young babies around this league named Joe as well. So that's the impact he's had on Cincinnati. I can promise you that. That's Bengals head coach Zach Taylor in Los Angeles. I'm Mike Clemens on the Bill Michael Show.
1: Getting ready to close out another day on Radio Row here in uh, here in LA. Good stuff, boy. It was great. Uh, you know, I know he's a Viking. I get it. But Justin Jefferson was fantastic. He really was. Uh, Good, good stuff from uh, the wide receiver from the Minnesota Vikings as he joined us. uh, And everybody that was here today. Gary Myers from Sports Illustrated. Uh, We also uh, had today uh, the the Tony Award winning actor, Joe Mantegna, uh, from Criminal Minds, Godfather 3. He's the voice of uh, Fat Tony. Uh, over on, uh, on The Simpsons, and then I, actor and playwright producer Ronnie Marmo. And he was in General Hospital and was also on Criminal Minds and Lethal Weapon. And so he's uh, great to have those guys on with us. Uh, Justin Jefferson, who I had mentioned. Um, obviously, Randy Grimes, who came by the show, the former Tampa Bay Buccaneer. And I uh, shared a little bit of his story, and we got a chance to catch up and reminisce with him. So today, really good day. Uh, and, and this is kind of Tuesday. Monday's a day where you kind of set the stage. Tuesday, the day where you kind of kick things off, and then Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, it really uh, begins to kind of take off. Take off from there. So it's 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 great to to get in. Mike Clemens obviously sitting with us and hanging out, and, and getting a lot of that stuff from that, that you just got done hearing from last night, both uh, both sides from the Rams. Being introduced and the Bengals being introduced, Cincinnati uh, landing here just a little while ago, as a matter of fact. Uh, so it, it's uh, it, it's it's good good stuff. So um, anyway, long story short, uh, it's it's been a lot of fun. Uh, day two, day three, as we talked about, we got a lot coming up. Uh, Legarrette Blunt is going to be joining us. And McCaffrey is going to be joining us. Jeff Fisher is going to be joining us. The former NFL head coach. Uh, we'll be here. We've got a uh, guest that could be here, uh, Jake Plummer, John Smiley, former Detroit Piston, great NBA analyst. We'll talk with him about all of this. Uh, we've got to Michael Haynes, the Hall of Famer, Ron Jaworski, Mike Golick, all coming up this week as well. So, And that's just, again, just naming a, a few of the names, a few of the highlights, so to speak. And that's not even done with the list. We're also going to have uh, Scotty Farrell from Farrell on a bench. He's going to be over here, uh, Michael Silver, uh, the writer, A longtime friend of Aaron Rodgers as well. He's going to be here, so we'll talk with him. Uh, And then, uh, speaking of Rodgers today, not making the appearance on the Pat McAfee show, which many people were kind of hoping he would because McAfee is going on right now. But uh, A.J. Hawk is going to be here. So we got a lot coming up over the next few days. And uh, hopefully, and don't forget, uh, if I haven't mentioned it before, I'll I'll mention it now again. But uh, Live from L.A., the podcast is up and running on the Bill Michaels uh, Network as well. And you can find it on Spotify. You can find it on uh, uh, many of your apps, Google Podcasts, uh, iTunes. You can find us there. And uh, you can find out all the information for all the interviews and such, all highlighted on the podcast as well. So we, Justin Jefferson was fantastic. And then when we deviated away from sports and we got a chance to talk to the actors Joe Mantegna and Ronnie Marmo, both of those were great. And, and to me, that was so interesting and so compelling. So hopefully you find it as so. To you as well, but it was just so good. It's so cool, and then obviously the story uh, of Randy Grimes and his battle with addiction and coming out the other side after his playing days in the NFL. So uh, all of that uh, was just it, just great stories coming out of the uh, coming out of the Super Bowl so far, and hopefully we bring you a lot more and keep you compelled and keep you keep you glued to your radios and keep you glued to the Bud Light live stream. And thanks to everybody for watching on the live stream. We did get the sound fixed, by the way, and uh, it was on our end. But it wasn't over the air. It was on the actual podcast. So uh, for those that were letting us know, we thank you so much. Because usually you're right. We just need to figure out where you're right. So (laughs) usually you're right. We just need to figure it out. But uh, we ended up figuring it out. So good, good stuff there. Hey, this portion, we've got to say thanks to a couple of people. First and foremost, Joette and the whole staff down at Nice Ash. TheNiceAsh.com. 323 West Main Street. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, they've got bands. They've got music. They've got some live acts whatever it happens to be that particular night. But I'm telling you, the best in cigars, the best in hookahs, and when it comes to whiskeys and bourbons and scotches, oh, my, they've got all of that as well. Go to theniceash.com. That is theniceash.com, theniceash.com. And also say hi to our buddy Lyle and the whole gang at J&L Tire Service right out there north of 94 in Jefferson, right there at the, uh, the exit. Uh, by the uh, by the outlet malls, and you can find uh, Lyle and his staff just north, just north, the Goodyear dealership right there, and they do a lot of great stuff. So say hi to Lyle and his whole crew. Go to JandLTire.com. That is JandLTire.com. So uh, thanks to them for being a part of the program and bringing us out here as well. So. Tomorrow on the show, Ben, anything else to add to this? You, this is your first experience with the fly-by-the-seat-of-your-pants scheduling that is Radio Row and the NFL Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> he laughs sarcastically saying, I have no hair left. I'm completely frustrated, and I have no idea what that. I mean, is I wish the Eagles
2: drafted Justin Jefferson. They took Jalen. I, I
1: saw. I thought that. Uh, I don't know if you heard me during the commercial break. No. And I kind of laughed. I said, "Yeah." And in the whole time, we've we've got you know, Ben back in the studio <sighs> going, "Oh God, we drafted Jalen Rager." Oh, it was it tough. Sucks. He's so good. Like it sucks. it sucks. Yeah, he is. He is. And uh as you heard, he's kind of rooting for his guys. He really he he likes the offensive coordinator. He thinks the hire is good for the minnesota vikings but uh, nevertheless he is kind of rooting for his guys yeah they won a championship under ogeron a couple of years ago down at lsu and think about that having him on one side jamar chase on the other just those two guys and then joe Burrow throwing him the football man oh man oh man what a what a what a team they had down there offensively speaking yeah we got um, to get and, uh, kevin king on now to corroborate that side of the story Right. Just got to find out. You know, was it Kevin King who had to smell him for the last 48 hours after the game? Yeah, that that was a great line, by the way. He said, not only that, you're going to smell me for the next 48 hours. That that was fantastic. That's like one of those. Just a, a mic drop. Just walk away. Get everybody cracking up. Just walk away and move on. The other. Uh, you know what? Uh, Brett just texted me or uh, uh, hit us up on the Bud Light live stream and said you're going to get Lee Steinberg on. If Lee is here. I'll touch. you, I haven't reached out to Lee, but if Lee's here, yes, we will try to get a hold of Lee. Lee's really good because he'll give you that wink and a nod going, you might want to get this guy. We just started representing him. He's going to be at the Combine. You might want to get this guy on your show. Usually when he says that, you know the Packers have an interest in him. So when the last time he did it really pushed two players on us. It was Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams. And those two guys came over and I thought, why, are we, why, why am I supposed to talk to these guys? And then it dawned on me, and I thought, ah, he's got a little insight. And sure enough, both guys got drafted by Ted Thompson and uh, became Green Bay Packers. So, yeah, you kind of had that feeling. Uh, So that'll do it. Day two is in the books, live out here at the L.A. Convention Center, Radio Row, the NFL Media Center, here for Super Bowl 56, the eighth time. In Los Angeles, you've got Cincinnati squaring off against the L.A. Rams, and we'll continue with guests tomorrow. Check out the podcast where you find podcasts, podcast, the Bill Michael Show, and our Live from L.A. podcast. And uh, we got a plethora of stuff coming up tomorrow on the program as well. That'll do it. Hopefully you had a good one. Hopefully I know. Now I did. I feel
0: really good today. Today was a lot of fun. Time for us to get out of here. Have a good The Bill Michaels Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe. Road America is your national park of speed. The SVRA Vintage, Moto America Superbikes, Vintage Moto Fest, the NTT IndyCar Weekend, SCCA Junior Sprints, the Trans Am Speed Tour, IMSA, and more. It's racing at its best. Go to roadamerica.com.